Welcome in, Mountaineer Sports Insider, Tanner Lambert, Luke Blaine, U92, and the Daily Athenaeum coming to you here from the Daily Athenaeum building in the U92 studios or whatever we want to call this place. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luke, we are back together this week. Thanks for letting me fly on the private jet up to Fairbanks. I appreciate the love. Absolutely, absolutely. Open to letting all my co-workers use my Alaska vacation home. And uh, I just wanted to say I like that intro. I think it perfectly encapsulates the vibe of this podcast and Does our it? personalities. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Okay. That was a joke, Tanner. I don't know. I mean, I think it might. Maybe. Hardcore. That's Hardcore? What we are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Luke and I have tons of news to get into before we start this thing off for this week. Uh, today is February 24th. Uh, Luke, first and foremost... Intramural basketball is over, but the real event is just beginning. Oh, absolutely. Uh, come and see us at the uh, student rec facilities is where this is going to be? Yes. Okay. I, I'm, I'm, I'm certain it'll be indoors. I think they usually do cornhole indoors. Well, now you spoiled the surprise. Oh, shoot. Well, that's cut, fine. cut it, cut it. No, no, that's no, no, fine. no, no, I no, can't, I no, can't live, no. I can't live knowing no. that I screwed that up. No, Tanner. it's fine. It's fine. Uh, so Luke spoiled it there, but that's fine. We have the cornhole team. It'll be the tandem of myself and Luke Blaine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we are the Alaskans playing in the Intramural Cornhole League here at West Virginia University. Very excited to get that going. Yes. Uh, I think it starts <clears throat> about two weeks. Uh, yeah. I think are are we missing a game? What is it? Are we going to miss a game? We very well oh. might. That's our other True. news. Yeah. That's our other news. Mountaineer Sports Insider will be taking its first road trip. We will be doing live episodes multiple times, uh, and they will mostly be covering the men's and women's basketball tournament of the Big 12. We will be recording live from Kansas City, baby. Here we go. Yes, sir. We're taking a road trip. We're going out there with them. Uh, We are very excited. As I realize that the audio has been pretty hot this whole time, I'll turn that down for you now. Um, But yes, Luke and I are going to Kansas City to cover these games. And we are more than excited to go. We oh finally gosh. got it finalized yesterday. It's been a, a a tough thing to get going, but we got it, and it's going. So we are very very excited about that. Um, yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna have my hands pretty full. You know, <laughs> I'm gonna be, I will be, hopefully, live tweeting. I will be writing. Uh huh. And I will also be, for the first time, taking basketball photography. And Luke also realizes at this moment, as I tell him, that if the men's and women's team play at the same time, he will be doing his first play-by-play of basketball. Oh, boy. <laughs> because... I did I did play-by-play back in the day. Well, w- w- first West Virginia uh, play-by-play, I yeah, think, for basketball. Yeah, first West Virginia, yeah. I did call her whenever um, I was on with Ben. Yeah, but uh, so we will be out there. Uh, and yes, it will be a busy, busy couple oh, yes. of days. Hopefully, it's going to be more than just a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'll depend on how well the teams do. Uh, but we are not starting with basketball today. We're going to start with the baseball team, who just started their season last weekend, Luke. Yes. And uh, they go one and two in Georgia as they play Georgia Southern. Some really tough games. They're able to beat the day three starter. Uh not not a great start, but you know sometimes it's hard for this team to get up off the mat and 
get going, especially when you start against a Southern team like that who's been playing outside for a long time. Um, and they're able to follow that up, though, with a nice win on the road, more than nice, as you, you could probably say, against a number 13 Maryland team to spoil that team's home opener, as our friend Jonathan Hamilton puts it, uh, spoils the Terrapins' home opener. Um and obviously beating a rival like that is always nice, but when they're number 13 in the country, it's even better. They beat them 8-6, to six, a game in which they start pretty hot off the bats, but they kind of get complacent and aren't able to hit much as the game goes on. Hopefully that's not a trend that continues uh, because we saw that a lot last year, and it was kind of that way against Georgia Southern where the offense uh, was a little bit of the problem, but a couple errors were made as well in those games. Uh, and again, it's just the start of the season as now they are out in Arizona this weekend uh, with a three-game slate against the Wildcats of the University of Arizona. And then they will play a one-off exhibition against the Arizona Diamondbacks to aid them in their spring That's very training. Interesting. But uh, get get a nice game against some really high-level competition. Um, part of the reason they do that is the fact that Ken Kendrick is the owner of the Diamondbacks, West Virginia University alum. So a really really cool uh, experience for them. Um, but yeah, baseball getting underway, two and two right now. Hopefully, we'll be able to get some more wins here this weekend. Yeah, I wanted to ask you because you're a baseball guy. I don't. I'm going to be fully transparent. I don't really know the sport. Do you think, you know, they go one and two at Georgia Southern? Yeah. I don't know anything about how good Georgia Southern is or if they They're going to finish near the year. top of the Sun Belt. You think so? Yeah. All right. Does this win over number 13 Maryland say more about WVU or Maryland? It's hard because it's a one-off, right? You would yeah. like to see them play three games against a Maryland team like that uh, to really encapsulate what, what, what that really truly means. Um, but, you know... Randy Mazey joined us at the pledge drive, uh, the U92 pledge drive, and he told us, you know, last year when they looked back at the schedule, they had a home series loss against Canassius where that kept them out of the tournament most likely. Mm -hmm. So wins like this at the beginning of the year are huge, and Georgia Southern will probably make the postseason if they do what they're supposed to do. So I guess that kind of makes you feel a little bit better, but that's a team that's definitely – you know, not a power five and that sort of thing where you should probably beat them and they weren't able to do that. Um, but that Maryland win is a nice, like, result where you're like, okay, all right, you go and beat the number 13 team on the road. That That's a great win. Yeah. Okay, that'll do it for baseball. We'll move on to men's basketball. This one will be a little bit faster as we have talked about the basketball team quite a bit and they haven't played, but on Monday this week they do get a very nice win, although it was more to do with Oklahoma's woes, I think, than West Virginia's greatness in that game yeah um we talked about that on sports night this week on u92 where you know this is a game in which they beat the sooners they moved or the sooner the cowboys and they moved to five and ten in the conference uh however oklahoma made two threes in the game and they had 19 turnovers and they shot like 30 percent from the floor yeah i don't know how much stock you'd take into a 18 point win 85 to 67 at home it was just more important they got the win not how they did it uh, tomorrow is a huge one as they go to Lawrence, Kansas. Uh, one and nine in the last ten against the Jayhawks. Not great. And then the fact that you've never won in Lawrence in Big 12 play. Also not great. So the odds are against them tomorrow. Uh, if they win tomorrow, though, that might be one of the best wins in college basketball this year. Yeah. Um, I genuinely, I still kind of think that if they win tomorrow, I don't know how you don't lock them for the tournament. Uh, that's optimistic. I, I I would hope so. I mean, really. I mean, just because of all the resume factors in this, you know, never won in Kansas. Well, right, and, and so like that's hard for me. And 
I, I agree. I said that this morning on Beat the Clock on U92 that, you know, uh, winning that game against Kansas, who I think is actually the best team in the country. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's Alabama. We saw what happened when they played no, Oklahoma. No. And Houston plays a lot of teams that are not Power 5 schools. And you can talk about the net rankings and all that, and I get that we do that. But you're not playing the same slate as these Big 12 teams. And Kansas has been able to survive through the Big 12 much better than oh, yeah. most of the other teams, excluding Texas, I guess you could say. Um, and, and so for me, yeah, I, I would agree with you. I, a, a lock is a strong word, but it'd be very hard to keep them out if they don't win any more games after that, yeah. um, even still. And, and I think they'll get at least one more if they can win tomorrow, too. Yeah. Uh, and I think that takes a little bit of the pressure off for the Iowa State game following that on Monday. Uh, but it's not an easy stretch here for the men's team. They play Kansas on the road, then they play Iowa State on the road. Uh, a team, yes, they've beaten, and then they come home to close out the regular season against K-State, a team they probably should have beaten on the road. Yeah. Uh, which would also be like, oh, yeah, they're definitely a lock then if they win one out of three. But, you know, the free throws at the beginning of the uh, Big 12 conference play, not mm-hmm. great. Not great at all, Luke Blaine. No, so uh, hopefully I mean, they can right the ship. Knock on wood. They have been a lot better. Oh no, one hundred percent. You know, yeah. five or I think they're six and five then, or no, five and five in their last ten games. So yeah, you five and five in their last ten in the Big Twelve. You're going to take that. Most teams in this conference are just about five hundred, maybe a little better, maybe a little worse. Besides Kansas and Texas. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was talking about I mean, specifically free throw shooting. Oh yeah, 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 for yeah. sure, for sure. That's been a lot better. But you know, like TCU, for example, they've been a top twenty-five team basically all year. They're a game under five hundred in the Big Twelve. Right, it, your conference record is not everything in this league, but West Virginia could be a lot closer to 500 if the beginning of the year went their way a little bit more. Yes, a lot of those were self-inflicted. Uh, the women's team—they had a wild game on Wednesday uh, against Texas Tech on the road. Terrible management at the end of it. Not a great second half overall. 17-point lead dwindles away. You lose in double overtime uh, on a game where you had a final shot chance. And you throw the inbound pass basically away for a jump ball, uh, and then you lose. Uh, and, and that's a Texas Tech team you've already beaten, who's much worse than you in conference play. The West Virginia women now one game under 500 in the conference. They're on the bubble. That loss hurts them as far as a, being a bubble team. They're going to need to put something together here at the end of the year to really show they want to be in this postseason as far as the NCAA tournament. I think that even if they do go to the NIT, that could be very good for them as they'll play some home games and get that kind of postseason you know, juices going. I think that'd be great for J.J. Quinterly. This team is still really young, right? You have a couple you know, fifth-year seniors, you know, Maddie Smith, Danny Nichols, Sarah Bates. They're going to be gone. However, the rest of the team is fairly young compared to them. So when you look to build towards the future, Luke, uh, I, I think that you know, no matter what happens here down the stretch, this season has been a step in the right direction. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this team is exciting, you know, and I think that's more than what you can say about teams from past years, you know. I think, I I mean, I haven't, until I got here, I hadn't followed them a whole, whole lot. Yeah, I mean, they had some really good teams, you know, they've won the Big 12 tournament uh, before, and they've done these things before. But it's still, you know, defensive basketball is valued more than offensive basketball if you're at West Virginia Mountaineer. It feels like no matter which mm-hmm. which uh, side of it is, the men's or the women, and this team really struggles offensively at times. Long scoring droughts that happened on Wednesday, um, and it, it, it's bitten them a couple times uh, here this season. Uh, they've got Kansas State tomorrow at home. That'll be on U92. 
Uh, and then they go on the road to play Oklahoma State, and then they're on the road to close out this regular season against Baylor. That Oklahoma State game, excuse me, is at home on Wednesday. Um, and then they go on the road to play Baylor to close it out. And it might get really interesting because it could be back-to-back games against Baylor. Uh, and, and so that would be kind of fascinating, I think. And, you know, we were talking about this this morning as well on Beat the Clock is the fact that is it better if you're going to split those games with Baylor back-to-back because that's what it's slated to be right now. Is it better to beat them at Baylor or beat them in the conference tournament? And to me, they're both going to be quad one wins. So I think you'd rather beat them in the tournament because it's going to be a neutral site anyway and have a chance to be another team after that, Luke. Yeah. I don't know. What What, what is your thinking there? Hmm. Yeah, we were kind of talking about this with the men's team too, yeah. like which wins matter more. And I think at the end of the day – As long as you win some games, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I think that whenever you're looking at the tournament, I feel like that's something that people are going to pay attention to a whole lot more because I think whenever you're in the tournament and you're one of those teams, like, okay, are they in or out? I think that's when you get these teams that are hungry and they want to get in. And I think that's when their back's really against the wall. So I think that those wins could be a bit more valuable to their tournament outcome, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think so. Uh, So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Again, K-State tomorrow at home and on U92, the Moose. Uh, You can listen to that one live. Uh, The golf team, excuse me, Luke, Um, they are playing right now this weekend. They will be in uh, Puerto Rico at the Dodaro Beach or is that Dorado? Sorry. Dodaro's a guy I know. TPC Dorado <laughs> Beach, uh, not a bad place to be this weekend, Luke. No, um, they don't start play till Sunday. Yeah, well, Sunday, Monday, and then yeah. Tuesday. Uh, but that'll be this weekend. Last weekend, they tied for 10th in the Florida Gator Invitational. Um, and they had some nice individual scores. Uh, but, uh, you know, their season's just getting underway as well, kind of similar to that of baseball. Um the swim team is at Big 12 Championships. Yeah. we got a couple conference championships going on this yes, week. Yes, we do. Um, both of the 400 medley relays earned bronze, so that was nice to see. And a program record set by the women's team. Um, and now I lost it. I had it pulled up. I think it was in the 200 medley. I could be wrong. Uh, I will get that for you, Luke, here. I'm still looking. Give me something else if you have anything on the top of your head right now. About swim? No, about anything. Oh, uh, well. As I don't want to just have dead air here. Yeah, let me talk about rifle first. All right, that's good. They're at their conference championship, or they're, uh, they're gonna qualifying. Be- or they qualified, now they're at NCAA championships, excuse me, right? Uh, NCAA qualifying, and then those, these two are unrelated. They have the qualifying match, and then tomorrow in Morgantown, they are going to be hosting the uh, conference championships. So the GARC or GARC, I've heard it called both. Um, last weekend, phenomenal win in their qualifying match, 4,741 to 4,564, with a perfect 600 in air rifle shot by Mary Tucker. Just a great win for them. Coming off of the loss to interconference rival Kentucky, 
only losing there by, oh, eight. Yeah, had to take me a minute. I haven't taken a math class since high school, Tanner Lambert. <laughs> so, I mean, the championships should be fun. I mean, they this team has gone neck and neck with Kentucky multiple times this year. So, this is pretty exciting, especially to host the, the championships in Morgantown. I know we're going to have a writer there, uh, Rachel Leibert, but yeah. It's kind of it's kind of hard to give an in-depth look at rifle, you know. It's a bit more of a straightforward sport, I guess. Yeah, I in terms of a spectator. I know there's a lot I know it's like hard work, a lot goes into it. But right, yeah, it's yeah. like hit the target kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah, uh and, and so that makes sense to me. Um Yeah, so the girls broke a program record uh in one of the relays this weekend down in Texas as that is continuing on still as we speak. Um, and, and so they're down there at what I think is one of the best aquatic facilities in the world at the new Texas one. Uh, it is amazing what they have going on down there. So uh, good luck to them this weekend as they continue with that. Uh, and then Wrestling Luke, uh, they're getting ready for their postseason. Uh, seven Mountaineers are ranked in the new coaches' ranking, uh, along with qualifier allocations. Uh, so that's a good sign. So you got mm -hmm. a couple mount or quite a few mountaineers, I guess you should say, uh, looking like they're going to go um, and move on. Excuse me, God, I don't know what's going on with me this morning. Oh. Not feeling great. Do you need a hug? No. <laughs> <laughs> Would that make you feel better? Yeah. No, I'm good. Um, <laughs> but uh, the uh, wrestling postseason, they've got a couple weeks off here. As they will go in, uh, they're going to select the uh, stuff starting at the beginning of March, and they will go and compete then throughout March. Um, some of the boys that are going to be going out there, uh, Killian Cardinal, uh, Peyton Hall, Michael Wolfgram, Anthony Carmen, Austin Cooley, Sean Hellig's, Jordan Titus are, are the seven guys there who are slated to go and participate and compete in the postseason so we wish them the best of luck uh luke do you have gymnastics for me or do you want me to give it to you uh give it to me real quick sorry i'm trying to find them on the like i'm trying to look at, i'm trying to look at the composite schedule yeah, you know on the uh, on the academic calendar yeah. this weekend is packed it is it's gonna be a very busy weekend so much yeah uh gymnastics is eight and six overall one and one in the conference uh, they are 5-1 and one at home at the Coliseum, 3-1 at neutral, 0-4 oh, on the road. In their most recent outing, it was against Bowling Green at home on Sunday, and they were able to beat Bowling Green 196.75, uh, 575 to 194.80. Um, so that that's a nice win to add there uh, as they continue. Um, but the floor lineup is what led to the WVU victory. Um, season best of 49.575. So things are trending in the right direction for them. Uh, again, 8-6-1 overall, 1-1 one one within the conference. So they will continue on here uh, this weekend as they go to the Lloyd Noble Center, uh, tonight actually, against Oklahoma. And then on Sunday they're going to go down to the Texas Women's Open, um, and that is uh, another meet where they could, you know, hopefully put out some good scores as that's what is 
important right now within the gymnastics season is continuing to get better every week. You know, with these sports kind of similar to rifle, yes, there are regular season awards, but they're not quite the same kind of team aspect as some of the others can be Mm -hmm. at times where you can have individuals go on, like with wrestling, for example, and compete in the postseason as well. Uh, What do you got next for me? Oh, I got I got some tennis for you, Tanner. There we go. Tennis coming off of a weekend where they split. Uh, took a little road trip down to for do <coughs> excuse me to Virginia. They played against Radford on Saturday. They won that, I believe, six one. Let me pull that up. I can't. What is what is wrong with me, Tanner? I don't know, man. You know, I think your parents ask that question sometimes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, directly to me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't do that. Are you sure? I, no, I have very loving parents. Well, yeah. that that's really, I'm happy for you. Good yeah. for you. I can tell you what it's like sometimes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 oh, God. All right, you got him pulled up? Yeah. Now. All right, here we go. Uh, beat Radford University 6-1, but the very next day lost to a very good Virginia Tech team 0-4. Now, the team was operating a bit shorthanded last week. Uh, Fifth-year senior Penny Jay, who I have been very high on this uh, semester, did not make the trip. Neither, I don't believe, sophomore Tanya Lipatova did either. Okay. So, Morgantown native uh, Kat Wasik had to step in. Um, She lost both of her singles matches this weekend. Rough weekend for her. She's still awaiting that first singles win of her career as a Mountaineer. Um, And also, something that I don't have all of the details on, they have been operating shorthanded for quite a little bit now, uh, ever since the the Indiana match. That was the first one she missed. Sophomore Kendall Kovic has not been with the team recently yeah. she hasn't been at the home matches she hasn't been traveling with the team so sophomore kendall kovic has not been traveling with the team and she has not been with the team ever since the match at indiana on january 28th and they have played one two three four five six matches since then um, I talked to head coach Miha Lysak at the end of one of the matches, and I asked him, "Is that injury or is that absence injury related?" And he said no, and declined to give further detail. So very curious as to what is going on there. It's a shame. Kendall is a very talented player. Yeah, uh, we hope she's doing okay. Yeah, yeah. Ho- really hope she's doing all right. Um, just beyond the fact that she's an athlete, you know didn't didn't mean to sound like that if that's the yeah 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 no no no. like just you know whatever's going on we wish her the best um and and all of that but is is a big loss for the team right as of now right but i'm i think the other girls have done pretty decent job stepping in penny jay of course she's doing a great job whenever she get takes the court and uh players like Misha Kucherova have taken strides in Momoko Nagato since last year. So tomorrow, this uh, well, now that this will be more for the preview, right? Weekend preview. Uh, are we gonna do one of those this week? Uh, we usually do, don't oh, we? Okay, all right, yeah, sure, we'll do one of those this week. Yeah, I don't know how much time you got today, Luke. Oh, I got time. All I right, I don't have class till twelve thirty. Okay, all right, well, yeah. we'll hammer that out after this. I'll, Make I'll sure you tune around. into that, okay, I'll everybody? Hang around. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 
So, all right, we'll get into that and then the weekend recap, uh, or in the weekend preview, I guess I should say. Uh, track and field, though, they are also uh, away this week, and we'll talk more about that in the weekend recap. Uh, God, why do I keep saying recap, Luke? I, I'm supposed to be a professional or something at this, and I, I don't know how to talk. Um, uh, well, I mean, at least I have an excuse. I'm usually writing. Yeah, well. Okay. I got to I gotta psych myself up in order to just ask a question at a press conference. You know? Right, yeah, I know. You, 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 you do. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> my first press conference where I asked the question was with uh, Coach P, uh, Don Plitzaway. Right, yeah. And I remember. I, my, my heart started racing every time. It's nothing against Coach P. It's just the press conferences are a pretty intimidating atmosphere every once in a while. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Uh, junior uh, McKenna Vanderheiden uh, set a program record last week at the Penn State tune-up in the 600-meter with a time of 131.81, uh, breaking Cassandra Williamson's record previously set earlier uh, this season. So um, that that's awesome to see. And, and Coach Sean Cleary uh, kind of, you know, omitted those claims as well, said the same thing. Omitted's not the right word to use there, but that's fine. Uh I don't know what I'm thinking. Again, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I talked on the radio for two hours already today. I'm, yeah, I'm tired. I'm tired. Seven a or six a.m. wake ups are brutal, Luke. Uh, I know that you won't come on the morning show for that reason alone. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> what a what a chump you are. Um, uh, yeah. So yeah. So last week was just kind of the tune up, um, and some you know middle of the pack times from the Mountaineers. Hopefully this week uh, we can see some better things. Um, and I'm sure that they're going to want to be competing hard. And again, Vanderheiden, uh, with that school record, that's always fun to see. Uh, no doubt about it, Luke. I don't think we missed anything. Uh, as I don't far believe as we the did results either. from last week. Um, as I'm looking through the composite schedule again, uh, wrestling and a final score. I guess I didn't give you that. 34 to nine at Lock Haven. They destroyed them uh, to close out the regular season for them. So that's that's really nice uh, to see. Um, and we didn't mention it, that Texas Tech loss for the men last Saturday, brutal uh, as far as the conference standings are going to go and how the setup of the Big 12 tournament is. All right, any final thoughts before we close out this episode of the Mountaineer Sports Insider? Nothing for me, Tanner. All right, one more from Morgantown next week, and then it will be from Kansas City. Yes, so those sir. will be quite different as we continue to plan that content out for you all. Uh, we are very excited about it. It'll probably have guest star Brian McQuellen on a couple of them, but there might be more than one a day. They will start on Tuesday night. Uh, that week is the plan, I think. Uh, Tuesday night of the Big 12 Championship Week for the basketball teams, and we will do one every day at the least uh, through the end of the tournament as long as West Virginia is within it. And then we will also, you know, maybe have some stuff up our sleeve depending on where the men and women are seated if they are able to make the NCAA tournament. Because if they're regional, then MSI will be regional. Oh, yes. Plan. So we will have all of that for you and more as we continue to get excited about it. Luke and I have been busier than ever. Uh, we hope that you are enjoying Mountaineer Sports Insider. Again, this has been an experiment, and we are going to continue it and see how we can make it better. Uh, I think that you are able to leave a comment and that sort of thing on the podcast. So if you would like to oh, yeah. and leave us a review, we'd appreciate that. Uh, hopefully you are subscribed to the Mountaineer Sports Insider newsletter, as we know that that is getting great numbers, and we are, are loving to see that, Luke. 
uh, and we want to continue to grow this. So if you want, tell your friends and have them take a listen to us as well as we try to mull our way through the, what is it, 19 or 20 sports we have here at West Virginia University. Week in and week out, we cover a lot of them, and we are doing the best we can. We promise you guys all of that. So we appreciate it for this week's edition of the Mountaineer Sports Insider. Uh, That is it. We'll be back next week.